0: transformational leader in business and life, and best-selling author, and an international speaker. Megan is CEO and founder of Silvering Concepts, an innovative business coaching and consulting firm. And Megan has a passion and expertise to help high achievers, success-conscious business professionals and entrepreneurs to eliminate their struggle and overwhelm by redesigning their career or business to align with their unique value and true self. She helps them to discover their brilliance, allowing them to authentically attract their ideal clients with ease, generating more profit and more fun in creating career or business while making a difference in the world. Hello, hello, Megan. Hi so, Victoria. Ah, so excited to have you here. So good to and
1: see
0: you. Good to see you too. All right. And I want to know, right? Like, why do you do what do you do? <laughs> what is your mission?
1: Well, speaking of purpose, talking about purpose and we're being our purpose, right? And that's absolutely the case with me. So why do I do what I do? First of all. I can't help but do what I do, it just comes naturally, it is my gift, it is my zone of brilliance, and I just love to to help um, women entrepreneurs to utilize their gifts in the most impactful way, so they can be fulfilled in their work, and they can make the biggest impact, and really make their mark in this world, so that's why I do what I do, and that is my why, my driving force, to get out there and build continue to build my business and you know speak my truth and so uh, i just feel so blessed that i get to do that every day
0: that is so awesome when i talked to you first time i was like oh my gosh i just love her energy she's like on purpose and that's what I love about women in business. When I met like a new woman in business and I ask them what they do, they're so excited. They have so much passion for what they do. And it's so wonderful to see, you know, the woman also grow and as leaders. And we speak right now about third chakra, which is all our leadership and I know you know that you overcome your shared, like adversities in your life, and over you know the years, you were able to accomplish you know so much. And like, what can you share
1: with the audience a little bit about your background so they can get yeah, to you a little so, better? So I've been an entrepreneur for over 25 years. I had seven different businesses over the years, all around my passion. And, you know, just definitely have experienced many wins and many failures and learned a lot on my journey. you were talking about adversity, a lot of challenges to overcome. I was a widow at age 30, single mom for nine and a half years, because our son was two and a half when he lost his dad. And, you know, just a lot of financial ups and downs, unhealthy relationships. So, you know, I look at those adversities or challenges now, and it's like, wow, I learned so much through it. On my entrepreneurial journey, I think one of the biggest pivot points that I made, Victoria, was really being able to shift from doing the things I felt like I needed to do, which really was like comparing myself to other people. So confidence was never my issue. Always confident. I would see other people doing things. Oh, if they could do it, I could do it too, right? But I would emulate what they're doing and attempt to get their success. And I can often reach the goal, but it just felt so hard. I felt that resistance, right? Like I was pushing a rock up a hill. It's like, why does it have to be so hard? And so the big shift I made, and it was after me kind of getting to the lowest of lows in my um, professional life, was realizing why am I doing the things I feel like I need to do? Why don't I do the things I want to do? Mm. And so I really got clear on what that looked like. How can I best use my gifts to be of service? You know, what can I do to tap into my passion more and really connect with my true self? So really taking that and creating an aligned business moving forward and kind of redesigning my business to reflect that everything shifted and I was able to tap into the ease flow and grace in business versus, you know, pushing or forcing or coming against that resistance over and over again. So that was kind of like the the biggest pivot I'd have to say that I had in my business over the years that now I love to get to teach others kind of, you know, the process or method to get to that other side.
0: Awesome. Oh, I love it. So, so important. When you said, what do I really want to do instead of what I get to do? Like, what do I have to do? But like, usually that sounds like it. It's, oh my gosh, like that. I think it's like always like 180 for a lot of people. And mm-hmm. it was totally for me and it was for you. And I feel like we're all going through that stage. So how did you start it? Like, what did you start at? What business did you choose first? And what, how do you helping entrepreneurs right now?
1: Yeah, so for me personally, it was just kind of tweaking and redesigning my business. And so I thought about who I really could best serve. So at the times, you know, women entrepreneurs and helping them turn their passion into a highly profitable business. And so that's what I I did. Now, some of the, the action steps that I had to take in order to make that happen and what I actually see so many entrepreneurs facing Because I've worked with thousands of entrepreneurs at this point, and this happens for, you know, heartfelt entrepreneurs or especially women entrepreneurs, where I see the biggest problem that they face is not truly understanding their unique value. So they don't have the confidence to present themselves in a powerful way or ask for or charge what they're worth. So that's where you know where I was when I was kind of comparing myself to other people and seeing what they were doing, like, oh, I need to do that, versus going within and really identifying, what is my unique value? What can I bring to the table that is unique and different and brilliant? Because we all have these amazing gifts and talents and this amazing unique value that we have to offer. And if we're able to use that fully in our career, or in our business, we can be fulfilled in our work. We can make the biggest impact and absolutely live out our purpose fully. So I actually have some things to keep in mind when you're identifying uh, your unique value, if you'd like me to share those. Yes, please do. Okay. So our unique value comes from a number of different things. It comes from our God-given gifts and talents. It comes from our experiences in our life. So I was sharing a little bit about my story In my journey, we all have our own story or background, right? And those life lessons that we've learned. So I believe every experience in our life, good or bad, they're just stepping stones leading us to who we're meant to be. And you want to embrace that. So your experiences are part of who you are and you've learned so much now that you can teach and then your education, of course. So your education is a piece of your unique value. The skill sets you've developed over the years your characteristics as a person and your values as a person. So the standards by which you live by. And I, if you haven't already narrowed down you know, to your three core values, very, very important to do that because you then you want to make sure every decision that you make is in alignment with those core values. So all of those things come together, Victoria, to make up your unique value. And when you can truly understand that, and truly embrace that and own it, you own your value, then you can start allowing other people to see your value as well. Then you can start standing in your power in presenting yourself and asking for or charging what you're worth because you really see the value that you have to offer, that value that you can use to be of service to others, to really make a difference or an impact, offer a solution, to uh, your ideal clients.
0: Absolutely. And what is your unique, what is your values? Like what is your values
1: that you are? So I would say my unique value is the ability to really recognize my clients' gifts and be able to take those gifts and be able to package them, package that expertise. Because it's our gifts and our expertise. Because our expertise comes from our experience and our education, right? And then our gifts are kind of God-given, but those things together, that is our expertise. So I have the ability to take your passion, your expertise and your gifts and be able to create a highly irresistible offer for your ideal client. So really recognizing you know, who you can best serve, what are the problems and challenges that they face and how you can come in with your unique value, your expertise, and your transformational solution and really help that individual in a powerful way. So that, awesome. I would say that's, that's my unique value. And I also like to call it your brilliance. Mm-hmm. Some people call it your genius zone. But when you're operating from that space at such a high level, it really sets you apart as the leader and people will be attracted to that and so like you can start becoming the go-to person for that right and that's um, an amazing thing for one you have that confidence to stand out in your power but again you're going to be attracting your ideal clients to you like a magnet
0: Mm, yeah wonderful I also, I'd love to hear what is your values for life? You say there's the right three components and one is that it, it's your values. Like what, what is your top three
1: values? My core values. Okay.
0: Core yes. values. So
1: yeah, your core, your values, um, your standard by which you live by or like your core values when you narrow it down to three It's different than your unique values. So just want to clarify that. But so I would say my first one is integrity. Very, oh, that's very That's the same important. Mine, mine, like mine. <laughs> I yeah. love that. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. And I I just, I can't sleep at night if I don't follow through. So I'm the type of person like, oh, we should get together soon. Instead of just saying that and like, you know, it's going to happen eventually, like get the calendar out and we're making an appointment, right? So integrity, doing what I say I'm going to do and the follow through. And the second one I would have to say is love, you know, just operating from a space of love, And really embracing love in my life is so important. And then the third one is fun. Um, Mm -hmm. If it's not fun, I'm not going to do it. Especially, I just turned 50, Victoria, a few weeks ago. So definitely now. (laughs) I've Thank you. If it's not fun, I'm not going to do it. So it has to be fun. And, uh, you know, that's, I think, you know, life is short. Why not live your life to the fullest and make sure you're doing things that are fun? So, yeah, those are my core values. And, and when you identify your own core values, then it's really important, Like especially if you're going into um, a relationship with a potential client or a partnership with a, a colleague, it's important to make sure that your values are in alignment with each other, right? So then you can have a great experience working together.
0: Yeah, Yeah. And I wanted to just say to it, you know what I've noticed with, I have a lot of friends who is like 50, 55 and the coaching space and experts. And I see when people, when women and men, they are on their purpose and they love what they do, they look so much younger (laughs) (laughs) than things because everything they do is with a joy. It's, yeah. it's not like a burden to do so yeah. and yeah that's why i think megan you're right in 20 years in business like preserve your 20 years <laughs> on the face Thank you. Thank you. awesome that that will i feel like that's it should be because must become a new pill for age what is it hls H- Cure. Yes, <laughs> age you're
1: living on your purpose. Here.
0: Anti-aging, yeah, anti-aging <laughs> marketing. <laughs> Do yes. what you love and you're never going to be old. How does one discover their niche in business when there are so many coaches or similar services in the industry? I invite you, follow me, your host, Victoria, on Instagram, Give me some love by clicking follow button so you can get more tips on how to have a purposeful and profitable life link in the description below and now we go back to our interview
1: okay so yeah so it's all about connecting with your passion and you know some of us know right off like what we're passionate about and some people actually don't especially women women are givers And we're always putting everybody else um, before us. So often our passion can lie dormant within us. And we're just kind of operating our life on autopilot, you know, doing all the things we feel like we need to do and, and just kind of, you know, plugging through life and really doing our daily routine. So if that is you, if you feel like I'm not really sure what I'm passionate about, there are three questions that you can ask yourself to really start to reignite your passion or reveal your passion. So the first one is, what do I do that I um, absolutely love to do that fires me up? So what do I do that I love to do that fires me up? You may have to go way back, even like when you were a kid and think about that, like what are the things that brought you joy back then if it's hard for you to kind of think about recently? The second question is, what do I do that I can't help but do? So it's something that comes very natural to you and you just automatically do it. So for example, Victoria, like with me, I was sharing a little bit about like my unique value. So I would say like, if, if we were to go to coffee and we met for the first time and you're just like so excited sharing about something that, you know, that you love to do or whatever, automatically my brain is like, how can she turn this into a business model or a business That's just kind of where I go with it all automatically. So, that's something I do that I can't help but do. So, think about what that is for you. Now, the third question is what do people tell you you're really good at? Because a lot of times we're so close to it, and because it comes so naturally, we don't see it as something special or unique or as a gift. We're just like, oh, everybody can do this, right? So sometimes it takes somebody outside to point out, you know, what you're good at. Like, wow, Victoria, you're really good at that. You should do more of that, or you should teach that, or you should start a business, right? So those are the three questions. And then the second one is, what do you do that you can't help but do? And the third one is, what do people tell you you're really good at? So that can help you start igniting your your passion. So you really want to make sure that in order to have a business that is a passionate or passion-based business, and that will lead to your purpose and will allow you to utilize your gifts and allow you to be fulfilled, you must make sure that you are connected with your passion and you're utilizing. That is all going back to that alignment piece. Every aspect of your business needs to be in alignment with your true self, your passion, um, your unique value, and then ultimately your purpose or it leads you to your purpose. So if it's not... You are going to experience resistance. You are going to struggle and it's not going to be fun. You aren't going to attract your ideal clients. So it's essential that you do the work to figure this out. And it is so worth it.
0: Mm. I totally agree. I love that you said, you know, it's, if it's not leading you to your purpose, because purpose is not like this one thing. We can call it mission. We can call it purpose. And there are so many different names we can put on, on it. And it's so important to just know that you are going there and you are going there and pay attention to your body. Like Megan said, if it's not, you're gonna feel resistance. Our body, it's the first like navigator in our life. And it's so much more intelligent than our mind. Yeah. And we tend to forget sometimes on how to really listen to it and stop and take a breath and pay attention. Oh, is that feels expensive or is it constructive for me? Like, is that a business activity I love like speaking or is it writing like Carol love and like, I'm so not into it, you know? And yeah, so do what you really love. I want to speak a little bit more to leadership. The third chakra, it's all about like willpower and making it happen and be a leader. And I feel like when you are a strong when you are strong in integrity, because that's basically what the leadership is, people will follow, people will listen to you. But how do we grow that inside ourselves? Because there is so much comparison, like let's say, right, when there's so many other coaches, so many other business owners, there's another makeup line or whatever is that for you?
1: No, so that's great, uh, a great question. So first of all, you know, Being yourself is key. And I know that was mentioned already. You know, think about like a painting. An original is always worth more than a copy. So if we're attempting to be like somebody else or emulate somebody else, you know, again, first of all, we're never gonna be like them nor should we try to. And we're never gonna get those same results because we have to go within and, and again, uncover our unique value. And when you really start standing in your power with that, and it really comes down to trust, trusting that you have everything you need to be successful within you. Now, this doesn't mean you can't get any or you shouldn't get any guidance and help along the way or support, but you do if you have a calling to do or be something more, you have everything you need within you to be able to achieve that and accomplish that. I have an interesting story. I think it was about a year and a half ago, I was asked to be a speaker at a big conference for entrepreneurs. And I had my presentation on the main stage, but then also I was asked to be part of a panel discussion. And it was me and I think four other guys. I was the only woman. Yay! I was representing the women. And so I was glad to at least be, you know, representing us up there. But they asked me um, a question You know if you were to give one bit of advice to a new entrepreneur what would it be and the first thing that popped into my mind was trust you know trust yourself because that's where i struggled years ago again doing what i felt like i needed to do comparing myself to other people or doing what they were doing versus going within and trusting that what i had was unique what i had was valuable I had was what people wanted. And so that trust is really key and very, very important. So what was interesting, Victoria, as they asked that same question to all the other um, panelists, they said the same thing. And I I don't know that they would have unless I started, but when they thought about like, yeah, that's totally it. Because when we doubt ourselves, that's where we fall short in being a powerful leader. So it's about trusting and in believing in your truth and your message, your unique value, and really showing up as that expert authority, as that leader, as that trusted advisor. And so you're you're having to do that, stand in your power fully, in order to be a powerful leader.
0: Yeah, I love that. And you know, I feel mm-hmm. it's so important to just believe that's the first thing is you got to believe in what you're saying and i realized that that i have not even realized that how i usually believe in my words and i'm like i'm very like atap personality and i might i'm a russian i can come like confronting sometimes but it's in just our blood like look like we just talk this way and my friend called me the other day and she shared with me she says look you you like changed my life like this one like just the sentence that you said it's like, I believed you because you say it like so confidently. And I was like, 18. I was 18. you know, it was like 10 years ago. And I was like, really, Christina? (laughs) I'm like, thank you. She's like, yeah, you were such a leader to me, like always confident about what you're saying. So, you know, it's, I mean, what do we get to learn from it? I don't even know if I were confident about what I was saying, but I look like I was, and I guess I was, that's why, you know, friends were following me and believing in what I'm saying. And that's what you were saying. Just be that authority and the expert in your space, believe in what you're doing and people will yeah. believe you.
1: Yeah. And it's a process, right? Victoria, it's like, you're not going to automatically turn on a switch. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so confident. I'm going to get out there and speak mm-hmm. on these big stages. But you know, you believe in what you have is a viable, actually a very powerful solution or transformation that can really help a lot of people. And you just show up and you just take that next step to get out there and share your message. And a lot of times we get in our head or our ego, right? And we psych ourselves out. Ooh, what if they don't like me? What if I make a fool out of myself? What if blah, blah, blah. But it's about getting out of our own way and not doing it for ourselves, but doing it for other people and being inspired to show up for them so really it's about being of service to others and making that your number one priority because i guarantee it's a lot easier to get out there and share your message if it's about them serving your ideal clients versus you know about you because then you get in your head and you have to be all perfect and you're comparing yourself to other people and all of that so make get out of your head get into your heart and and come from that place of service
0: Yeah. Focusing outward, what I'm hearing is like focusing on them. Don't focus on yourself. And I have a really quick last question for you. Establishing yourself as a businesswoman and also being a single mom, how did you create balance in terms of growing your businesses and meeting your responsibilities as a mother and to yourself?
1: Mm, I love that. So it's all about really getting clear on your priorities, right? What are the things that Are super important like your non-negotiables always putting those priorities first so I'd always plug in the stuff so um, actually when my husband passed away and Cameron was two and a half I was working in a corporate job that I enjoyed that I was making good money with but I decided to quit that job and start my first home-based business about 18 19 years ago and you know my why was so much bigger than the fear That is why I did that, because I wanted to make my son my number one priority. So I, from the get-go, made sure that my business was more of a lifestyle business that allowed me to have flexibility to be there for him. And then it's all about setting boundaries, right? So once you're clear on your priorities, how do you set boundaries to honor and protect them? So I kind of set my priorities and the boundaries around them, and then I fill in my business around that. And that has always worked um, very well for me, and it, and allows me to kind of live a fulfilled life and and be able to have some sense of of balance.
0: Mm, that's beautiful. I love that. Well, share with us. What are you sharing with us today?
1: Yes. Okay. So I wrote my book just five years ago. The Passion Belief Method: Own Your Value and Own Your Worth, and um, own your value and earn your worth in business. And so at the end of the book, um, what we put together was an assessment. So the assessment allows you to determine what your passion belief factor is, where you stand when it comes to your self-worth, your value, your relationship with money, and the level of passion in your life or business. And so when you take this uh, short quiz, you're going to learn a ton about yourself. And you're either going to be a self-saboteur, which is down here. Hopefully you're not, but it's okay if you are, or a striver or a passionista. So we all Mm -hmm. want to be a passionista. And if you're not quite there, you're going to get some tips and strategies on how you can bump up to that passionista level. So it's a free online quiz. I'll pop the the, um, link in there for you. You do have to use an access code, which is PBMROCKS, all caps. I'll put that in there too
0: thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you love this podcast, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review it. And of course, you can get in touch with me everywhere online at purposefulwithllday.com. And I can't wait to see you next time. Kisses!